0: This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality.
1: Hey there, this is Kyle Hebert, the voice of Gohan from Dragon Ball Super, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Excuse me, Gohan, this is more of a narrator-type thing. Uh, okay... Just do it more like a next time on Talk Time Live. Uh, Next time on Talk Time Live. Don't quit your day job, Gohan. All right, Dave Meltzer from the Wrestling Observer and WrestlingObserver.com. Check out the latest details from him. Dave, as always, thank you very much, sir. Okay, have a great week. Coming up next, every once in a while, we like to get a little deeper into this world we love called professional wrestling. Dax Xavier Josiah is going to join me, and we're going to talk about Ron Simmons becoming that first black world champion in WCW, as well as the history of world champions who are of African-American descent and how things have changed for the better and still could use a lot of improvement. Next on Sunday Night's Main Event. This is Sunday Night's Main Event on TSN Radio. The gentleman who's joining me now, Dak Xavier, Josiah, want to welcome you to Sunday Night's Main Event here. We started this conversation based on something you said about Ron Killings. Our truth, for those that don't know, and and we'll get to all this in a second here. But first,
0: <laughs> tell us a bit about you. Thank you, Mike. It's an absolute honor. I tell you and Boris and the rest of the guys and Joe all the time, like how it is a privilege and a pleasure to be able to talk. I've been following you know Sunday Night's main event since it was called the Law, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that tells you a little bit how much I've been a fan of the whole format. Um, I. I'm a longtime fan of wrestling, but I am also a podcaster who covers the world of anime, comics, movies, and games, everybody's favorite fandoms, if you will. Wrestling is included in that, every intertwines with that every so often. But uh I host a show called uh ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I have a lot of hosts like yourselves right, that revolves around that uh industry or res- respectable industries and also work alongside with uh, you know, different people, uh companies Repop, if you will, uh who Does New York Comic Con, and I'm moderated for them as well. So I have gotten myself around to these circles uh, quite a bit to know exactly how certain things run within certain industries. You know, in my own experiences as well. So you know, it's good to be on this platform to talk about such a subject like this. It's time, duck time.
2: Anime, comics, movies, and games. Now come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Now come on and let's get it. Talk time. Time. Anime comics, movies and games to so come on and let's get it Talk time Lie. Anime comics, movies and games to so come on and let's get it Talk. Talk time Lie Started in the 80s with Matt Cross Dudes in the hood might've called that song But I carried that cross like Jesus did Fast forward, I teach the kids To learn how to let go Live life and show love To all things that don't matter where y'all from And luckily there's a show called Talk Time We've been waiting for this for a long time Docs skips the facts on all the geek news Special guests and unbiased reviews suburban kids the hipster street dudes all can learn something new me too i heard words when no faith is empty i stayed the course so my haters tempt me Beat the podcast i don't make them envy it ain't too trendy it's acmg anime comics movies and games so come on and let's get it talk time anime comics movies and games to so come on and let's get it talk time comics boobies and games the so come on and let's get it talk time live. anime comics boobies and games the so come on and let's get it talk time live.
0: and gentlemen welcome back to the journal of my life that covers all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live the prime show i am your host xavier josiah hoping everybody is having a peaceful minded week um if not every day you know that we have here uh there's a lot going on in my world and you know if you noticed there was no select star video game podcast one big reason is because i didn't have anything to review at the time and there just wasn't enough information or news to talk about this week. Plus, I had a lot going on leading up to this. And, you know, my my wedding anniversary was last week, which is why we didn't have a show last week. And this week, it was just it's it just got more crazy um, starting from last week. One of the things of which is a clip that you just heard from my appearance on one of my favorite longtime running wrestling radio shows. In Canada, believe it or not, I was invited by the host, Mike McGuire, who hosts Sunday night's main event on TSN, which is Toronto sports network radio. And Jap- uh, I was about to say in Japan, in Toronto and Canada. And I've been listening to this on online live streaming for like almost over a decade, way over a decade. In fact, it was, it was since like the attitude era of the wwf at the time and you know i caught wind of these guys and been listening to them ever since they used to be called the law live audio wrestling but then they rebranded for whatever reason and they became sunday night's main event well (laughs) it's a reason i've gotten you know to know those guys if you guys remember boris uh roberto aguilar who's also part of the uh, cast and crew of Sunday night's main event did a podcast with me recently about our 10 favorite wrestling games of all t- our time, which you can check out on talktime live.com. And I also did a podcast with him on one of their uh, extra podcast shows for, you know, covering AEW and Mike wanted to talk about some things that he felt that I was, I would um, be good for because I, put out something on in their platform, talking about certain, uh, things involving, uh, Ron killings, AKA our truth. And he thought that would be a great conversation piece. What I didn't know at the time was that it was going to be on the flagship show, which means it was going to be on the actual live radio show. So my voice got to be heard all around Canada, which I'm really appreciating that country more and more. The more I talk to these guys and, and the people online from that area, I mean, you know, genuinely nice, really guys. I mean, passionate wrestling fans, of course, but really nice guys, but I had a great time talking with him and it was great to have that type of experience. It was a milestone moment for me because like I said, I've listened to this show for ages and far be it for me to realize that I was going to end up being on this show and being connected to these guys in some form or fashion. It was an awesome experience, awesome moment, and I got a lot of great feedback from people. So thank you to everybody who listened to the segment who learned from the segment because there were people who were unaware and unbeknownst to them of you know some of the things that were going on within you know black wrestlers and black champions of the past and how you know practices were done and 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 wwe and stuff like that so you know i got to be the voice for you know a community of people who don't other people don't understand our perspective of the depictions that is going to happen of going on in the uh, wrestling industry in general but in particular that company so people really appreciate it i'm glad you guys enjoyed it thank you so much for the opportunity mike and um i look forward to you know more to come you know and down the line of things wrestling always seems to intertwine with this you know with this platform of mine I am a wrestling fan, and somehow, some way, it just gets there, and I'm very happy that it does, but let's get to some other things, because this episode is going to be covering the latest Netflix movie, action movie, I should say, action supernatural movie, I should say, Day Shift, starring uh, Jamie Foxx, Snoop Dogg, Megan Good, Dave uh, Franco, and one of my good friends that helped kicked off the show and movie that is danielle kennedy who will be on talk time live exclusive this week to talk about her time on the set if you guys don't know who that is she's been on the show um like at least two times this may be the third time she's gonna be on a show uh this is gonna be a lot of fun because she played the old lady and i won't spoil this spoil this for anybody she played the old lady who jamie fox fought in the very beginning of the movie and i won't spoil this wouldn't be a non-spoiler review because her role in this movie plays a pivotal part in the entire plot of the movie so I, i'm really happy to um you know be able to talk to her this week uh be, it'll be the um the 16th that uh i should have this out so stay tuned for that and i am so excited to talk with her again and let alone to you know talk about this fight scene <laughs> this is awesome. So. Uh, I will be reviewing Day Shift on our talk topic of the week, and then, you know, a Talk Time Live exclusive will be coming for her as well, as well as uh, Kyle Hebert. This is the week that we will have Dragon Ball Super Superhero release all around the world in theaters, and I'm going to get a chance to see it. And then on the 22nd, Kyle will be on the show to talk about his one of his favorite characters to play, Gohan finally getting his due so i i'm very happy for the guests that i'm having right now it's just so awesome to be able to have these guys on so stay tuned for all that and much more but folks let's not waste any time there's a there's quite a bit of news we got to talk about here so let's find out what's new in the world of acmg and now it's time to find out what's new in the world of acmg so let's cover some things that i didn't get a chance to cover when i was away because of everything just going on this week and again i said i didn't have a select start video game podcast uh due to lack of information and reviews so i decided to migrate some of the more important information and subjects here uh and only because i didn't have enough info to really make this a total you know subject on that platform so i'm just gonna mention it here because it's just crazy now Games being delayed for October has grown exponentially in over the past week or so. It felt like when one big major game, you know, announced that they were being delayed or a studio announced that a certain game will be delayed and another one started to do it. It led to others being safe enough to say, okay, they did it. Ours won't be as bad, but you know, it'll, it'll still add on to it. But we got a quite a few delays like remember i was happy as hell talking about how awesome october was going to be with all these you know release date you know release of awesome games that are coming out we are my, my list of release games have dwindled and diluted down incredibly uh due to these announcements of delays first we got forsaken uh which is a game that i was anticipating to uh play from square enix which starred a uh a young black female protagonist in there and um now we're not getting that until next year well even more i just got i pre-ordered this game like this game was locked for pre-order uh to it comes out and i didn't care when it was coming out you know i i put my money for it for some reason sony decided to refund everybody who pre-ordered that game their money back and it was supposed to be scheduled for january uh, of 2023 if that's the case which is not a bad thing why refund us the money if it's guaranteed to come out during that time that worries me that worries me a lot um people are, are thinking that is not happening no i think it is happening i just think that there's something that's that people are not telling us um as to why this is happening this is one of the things that i can't stand about companies in general not just game developers this is not this is a practice done by a lot of companies you know who say some things but don't say everything and i think that it doesn't hurt to be truthful and straight up and say what's going on i think um you will i think the fan base will appreciate that more or less um, especially it, what, it, what it does, too, is that it creates a lot of people with assumptions and misconceptions of what goes on in these situations. And you got all these people who never worked in the industry before, never even talked to anybody in the industry, automatically all of a sudden t- tried to assume what they think they know with no merit of knowledge. And that's it, that. That even makes it worse. So. That's out and I end up that money I put on air is going to Gundam you know battle alliance which is absolutely coming out in uh in about a week from now and so that's going there Metal Slug Tactics was just announced by Dotemu saying that they're uh they're going to be delayed for that Hogwarts Legacy um this this other one right here really oh this I really 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 was heartbroken by hearing this Marvel Midnight Suns is being delayed and this was scheduled to come out the week of new york comic-con you know how awesome it would have been for me to play this during my trip to new york comic-con and then on top of that playing this game while i'm in a hotel or whatever oh this would have been awesome but no this is not coming out uh unfortunately this is going to be delayed as well there's no date as to when this is coming out because they gotta um finish up some stuff it's just 2k game so i'm i'm not entirely surprised at this regardless of what other third-party developers they're working with or whatever it's 2k games it's just like yeah you you get used to it after a while um also sadly river city girls 2 uh by way forward is going to be delayed as well and that's that's a that to me is a kicker remember to your to their credit at least they provided us river city girls zero which is a you know a a uh translation of the japan game that we never got to play so i'm not gonna fault them for that and they usually are pretty good and when it when it when that game comes out guaranteed, that's gonna be a lot of fun uh so arc raiders warhammer 4000 dark tide lord of the rings golem avatar frontier of pandora star wars hunters i truly think is a game that is never coming out that game has been on the nintendo eShop forever with no date and it was there was a date that was supposed to come out and then all of a sudden it just didn't happen and it just didn't happen i think this is going to be like a um a this is pretty much a mmo um type of game like a, a overwatch type of deal or a Fortnite type of deal like third person you know shooter type of thing uh online and that maybe that's causing it to trouble that's why you should make a single player um Redfall. In uh, suicide, of course we know about suicide squad to just uh, kill the justice League so as far as as of right now Gotham Knights is scheduled to still come out around the time of October that is the it feels like it's the one that's hanging on a thread it, it they've gotten this far so let's see how this goes hopefully this will be di- this will be the good deal and um it, I don't know what's going on I don't know I, I that's why i didn't i don't have too much information in regards to why all of a sudden all these studios are in delay is it something going on in the industry that we don't know about that we're not privy to because it's it's really significant that all of these studios are having delay issues is there something that uh, so, a sort of kind of resource that they're not getting that's prohibiting them to come out on time you know i, I it's so crazy that all of these studios at once is just like delayed, 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 delayed. it's a massive amount of delays. I want to say massive, maybe that's too big of a word, but it's a significant amount, you know, that's more than this is I I've listed off more than 10 and they're actually probably more than that. Um, that is, that has been out for a minute, uh, that has been delayed too, but that was just the ones that I mentioned. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to look into this further and keep an eye on this, but I'm just really, it's, it's intriguing to see that all of these are in delay it's like are they all going through the same issues that it, and it just feels like that it's just no like it's kind of like this, the issue where you know there's not enough you know chips you know microchips to be able to produce more game consoles and all the stuff and everybody's going through the same motion with that it feels like it's that type of situation i don't know people i'm just it's very sad at the end of the day but Again, here's the reality. We got so many other games that we can play and enjoy. You know, right now we got older games and that we we got go, what I call go back to games. Like I constantly replay Spider-Man multiple times and still enjoy it just as much as, as if I brought it for the first time, which stupid fun of fact, I just realized that for the first time ever. Playing this, playing Spider-Man multiple times and I'm just realizing that I'm fighting the tracksuit mafia all around the city. I didn't, I just don't want to be. And it wasn't probably, I didn't pay attention to it until like I've watched Hawkeye because the tracksuit mafia is on air and the Kingpin is on air and everything. So the Kingpin and the tracksuit mafia is on there too. <laughs> it just now makes sense. And I'm like, dude, that is the tracksuit mafia. <laughs> you know, better late than never folks. But again, you go back to these games, you always find something you didn't realize before. So. You got plenty of entertainment to hold you off until these games come by. You'll be fine. You will be fine at it. I mean, yes, you're anticipating these things. We're not entitled to these things. We're happy that they're making them. But at the end of the day, we got so many different forms of entertainment. We should not feel that spoiled and entitled to, you know, feel that they have to have it now. So, you know, we'll be fine. What I am really happy for right now, going on to some other news. Give you my thoughts on Mortal Kombat Legends Snowblind, which is coming soon. Um, got a chance to check out the trailer to this, and the one thing that stood out so greatly about this movie is in fact that they changed the character design. They actually changed the freaking character design. It was the one thing that I hated the most about the last two movies. Um I mean, the story was fine, but the movies were not good. They used they they actually used the same art style that they use for the recent DC uh, rebirth, you know, movies The uh, like Superman, Son, uh, Man of Tomorrow, um, the long Halloween. They're using that same art style for Mortal Kombat, and it looks so great. It looks awesome. I wish they would have done this for the other two. Now this one is focusing on Kenshi, which is one of the later Mortal Kombat uh, members, and it's pretty much his origin story of how you know. For those who you don't know, uh, Kenshi is a character on a recent Mortal Kombat uh, games who is blind, but he has a sword that allows him to see every you know to be his vision, and he's able to you know fight. You know and, and and do all types of things with that um sword so this is his origin story here and i'm digging it i man i hope that they keep this style right now i hope that um it just looks beautiful i'm, I'm looking at the trailer right now as we speak and i'm just looking at just like why didn't they just do this from the beginning because i am i was not a fan I you guys i've reviewed this both of those um those movies I felt like the story was okay but I couldn't get off over the like really crappy art style <laughs> and especially now that I'm looking at this this looks incredible and it looks like we're getting uh some more characters in the world of Mortal Kombat as well in here and it is it looks like it's just going to be focusing further on to the um to the lore and the mythology of Mortal Kombat so I am ready for this. This looks awesome. Uh, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi is gonna be uh Shang Sung, I should say, is gonna be named Shang Chi. And some of the um, more other some of the other newer characters from Mortal Kombat 10 will be making appearances on here as well. So it looks like they got their stuff together. They probably heard everybody, you know opinion on the last two movies and they're stepping it up so no release date as to when this is coming out but rest assured i will be getting that and i will be reviewing that when it comes out so stay tuned for that we also got a release date for sonic the hedgehog 3 uh which i'm anticipating because every you know my i can speak for a lot of people who said who said that like sonic the hedgehog 2 was awesome and maybe consider at the top at the the pinnacle of all video game movies right now um it was just so spot on it was like it you know they put a real world spin to it but they also really did a great job following the the essence of the game into this movie and at the end if you guys remember the cutscene and everything we got to see shadow who will be making an appearance in the next movie so the official Twitter account for the movie announced that this will hit theaters December 20th, 2024. I, I It is a long time, but guess what? That means that they're going to put so much bank into this movie. It's a really doing it. I cannot wait for this. Yes, it, they already have a release date, which means they have an understanding of what it's going to take to get that out there and get it work and get it popping hopefully there will be no delays in this movie but the fact that they have a set an actual targeted date tells me good things so hopefully it'll stay that targeted date but that's a lot of time to get this movie done remember marvel studios did um doctor strange their first doctor strange movie in just a year okay it can it can happen if they really wanted to uh but the fact that shadow's coming in i am looking forward to a shadow is like one of every is what is you know, practically everybody's favorite enemy character from Sonic adventures 2. So that should be an epic, epic ride there. So looking forward to that. All right, let's talk a little bit about, because this has just been talked about to death and everybody's, you know, having these worries and misconceptions about things going on within the world of WB discovery, which, uh, has decided to cancel a few of their uh, projects you know i you know this was the time i was away so i can i you know we're on um my anniversary so i never got a chance to get my thoughts on this whole thing and it is crazy it is very crazy and apparently you know wb discovery decided to cancel a few dc projects starting with batgirl claiming that batgirl was not up to code to be uh considered a uh published deal the directors are going out to apologize to everybody who was anticipating it. Kevin Smith has even spoken out on it saying, you no, know, regardless of how good or bad the movie was canceling a Latino, you know, Batgirl is just not a good sign for DC right now. Um not a good move on their behalf. They also went on to, you know, uh cancel a lot of new DC projects coming out, including Gotham Knights, which is the new which was going to be the next TV series coming out for uh the CW I mean to be honest a lot of people saw the trailer to that and people weren't too thrilled or excited about it It just didn't seem like something that we didn't want it just it was it was a project that consisted of you know people beating around the bush for Batman the same way they beat it around the bush for Superman and then we finally got a uh, show dedicated strictly for Superman as the character you know playing superman himself not like smallville where tom welling was clark kent but we never got to see him as superman even near the end of the damn show where they just showed him blurred with the suit i i still don't understand why that was a big well that was a big deal not to do that uh they also they're also heavy talks right now to just completely do away with the Flash, which was starring Ezra Miller on air, and you know, based on all the things that he's been accused of, and this latest accusation of burglary that he's been um, accused of is, as well, allegedly, um, it's just just bad for them. I mean, Black Adam and Shazam is still scheduled to come out, but at what point, you know? Um, has also been said that DC reports have said that DC plans to, you know, reboot the whole entire thing and prepare a 10 year narrative. This is the funny part. A lot of media people are saying similar to Marvel, to Marvel studios, which yes, it, it is very similar to the Marvel studio formula. But the thing is they already had, they already been, DC has already been doing this for 10 years. It's called the Arrowverse. Okay. The freaking Arrowverse. Greg Berlanti and Berlanti studios is like, come on. They took, they did exactly what DC films or WB discovery is, you know, um, they, they're trying to do now. CW and Greg Berlanti productions has already took from that. It was like, you know, why not do what Marvel's doing and play off of that formula and make it happen? They did, and they started with Arrow. They continued with the Flash. They went with, you know, uh, Legends Tomorrow, and didn't with so forth and so on. And, and you know, we ended up with Crisis on Earth X and Crisis on Infinite Earth, and um, a whole bunch of other crossover events. It has worked. Greg Berlanti Studios has proven that it worked. So why not give Greg Berlanti the helm to do these movies? Why didn't they in the first place? Especially because they were given, they were given a Supergirl, and now we have Superman. Why not just put? They could have put Crisis on Earth X. in a in 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 a big screen. They could have put Crisis on Earth X in a big screen and gave it a much much bigger budget than they already had then. Why they chose to separate the two, I don't know. And it, it's just. It's baffling to many fans as to why they they did this. Um, Now, there are some fans with some misconceptions of thinking, like, you know, certain shows won't be canceled or whatever like that. And also, I would also say that, um, you know, WB Discovery also owns the TNT and TBS and all those networks as well, which, you know, for wrestling fans have you know, has wrestling fans worried because AEW all elite wrestling is connected with those networks too. And if they lose that network, then it's going to be an uphill, a huge uphill battle for Tony Khan and that company, if they lose any ability to be on, you know, a platform that big people think that just because their ratings is good, that they are in a clear, that is not true. I mean. It's good that they have it clear, but it's not guaranteed. And as you know, Kevin Conroy, AKA Batman has told me there are no guarantees in this, in this industry, you know, regardless in this case, even though a show may have good ratings, it is very possible that any new executives that come in and any new transition of power comes in or whatever like that, or or, uh, acquisitions that come in, they may have a different plan. They may have different philosophies on what they want to provide. You know, viewers, they may not be wrestling fans. They may not be comic book or superhero fans. They may want to just redo this whole entire, you know, brand into something different. It has happened many times before. And regardless of whether something is really highly rated, they will say, let's start this new, let's get you. Sorry. Your contract will have to end. And once the contract ends, it will not be renewed. It's happened. So I wouldn't necessarily be too confident about it until we get clear confirmation that these guys are in a working agreement with each other under this new regime and new uh, realm and everything, because WB Discovery are is not looking for, you know, um, episodic drama and, and, you know, performance. They're looking for like reality shows and all this stuff. Now, what makes AEW so intriguing and significant here is that they go through blurred lines. Whereas some of it is performance, but some of it is reality too. So it's a, it's a really, it's a, it's a iffy situation with this is the weirdest going to go, but it's very intriguing nonetheless. So we will see, but you know, let's hope that they are still sticking with DC like they claim and things will be for the better we'll see but as far as you know seeing the Snyderverse um or any of those other types of projects you know say goodbye to them it's it's pretty much a done deal like Vince McMahon and WWE done deal not coming back so stay you know just stay tuned for what's to come next hopefully they will keep it going and they will make it better from there so um didn't want to get a chance to review this but I do want to comment on this. I finally got a chance to see the first season of the Sandman on Netflix. Uh, This movie was awesome. I mean, not movie. This TV series was actually awesome. Now I will say it started off slow for me. I've never read the Sandman books. I've always wanted, I was intrigued to learn what that series was about. And it was a very deep, deep series. Um, but i finally got a chance to check it out and i felt as a person who never read the books i found it to be very intriguing i thought it was deep it was dark it was gritty um but it kept me it kept me you know really uh it, i'm gonna say intrigued again uh, i it, it kept me um compelled to really watch the series even more like. I will say the first two episodes were kind of slow, but the third episode picked up, uh, which was the episode that introduced, um, the Raven Matthew played by, uh, Patton Oswald. And then on top of that, Joanna Constantine made her appearance on air as well. So that kind of woke me up just a bit. And then the plot started getting, you know, a little bit more, uh, deeper and I started getting more immersed into it by the end. I've really enjoyed it. I enjoyed what was done. Um, you know, Morpheus is a really interesting uh, character. You know, he 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 feels like he's a character that could go. He's in the gray. You know, and he could go both ways. He you know, but he has to keep order. And sometimes it may be making decisions that people don't like, uh, like what he did with Cain and Abel, like what he did with the uh, the character at the end who. You know became a vortex if you will um it was i i really liked the direction of where it was going um the you know the nightmares in there uh the corinthian thought he was really awesome in there and you know i here's the whole I, there was a lot it's been a lot of great praise for this series but i also realize why this series took so long for those who don't know the sandman is a is a project that. DC has been trying to get on the ground for almost the course of over a decade. But I think what stopped it is because it did. we didn't have the technology. We didn't have the production value to really dignify making this what it is now. And like the CGI alone, we did not have the means. You couldn't do this in the 90s. You couldn't do this even in the 2000s, in the early 2000s you it had to be done now now is we're, we're so far in advance in terms of production value and and technology that you're able to do this and pull this off and make it believable and that's what these guys did i thought this was a great success from them and this was the perfect time to bring this out now and uh it's like 10 episodes deep and i i am i'm in i'm in I look forward to seeing the next season. Uh, hopefully they will see at this as a value to the next season. I, I really, I really like what they did here. Really, really like what they did here. So the cast was great. Um, and, you know, the characters were great. The writing was awesome. Uh, some really deep, deep episodes, especially the diner episode where uh, <laughs> everybody, you know, the guy with the um, who just got the Ruby used it to corrupt everybody in there. And it was a, that was a deep episode. It's a lot of, it. like, there's a lot of depth to this show that it just, it, it's mind boggling. It is. You gotta be at a certain place to watch some of these episodes, but nonetheless, I thought it was awesome. Looking forward to hopefully seeing a second season and uh kudos to Netflix. They got another winner here. So there you go. Uh, one more thing i think i'm going to mention is that got a chance to see the first look at uh the prototype suit for ironheart which will be debuting on wakanda forever riri williams's suit by uh that actor dominic thorne will be wearing it looks awesome now if you guys read the original iron um the invincible iron man comic where they pretty much gave the origin story to Riri Williams. There, it's a much better looking version than you would see in the comics. But it, it, it's now this is not the official suit that she's gonna wear. This is the suit that's gonna lead into her actually wearing the more slimmer, slin, uh, slimmer and slender Ironheart suit that she's gonna, you know, eventually do. But um, this is gonna be interesting because I don't know how they're going to factor in her orange story and how she became ironheart and what is going to be interesting because she's she's debuting on you know wakanda forever so we won't get to see her origin story as of yet um she is you know geared to have her own sh- uh show which is filming right now uh but this looks awesome this looks absolutely awesome i'm looking forward to this it looks just beautiful so Wakanda Forever is coming out in November. Can't wait. So I think this I think seeing um Riri Williams in there is going to be one of the more uplifting parts of this um series of uh, this movie that comes out, Uh we're going to be going through a an amalgam of emotions in this uh deal. So uh here's hoping. But uh, it's out there. If you haven't seen it yet, go out of your way to um on social media. It's out there. It looks dope. It looks so awesome. And I can't wait to see this thing in motion. Folks, that will do it for what's new in the world of acmg we're going to take a break come back and when we do we're going to go into vampire mode and talk about day shift on netflix starring jamie fox uh snoop Dogg, megan good dave franco and of course my good friend danielle kennedy and we'll do that Right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime comics movies and games, such as
2: This is Miley Planning, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters, and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter Five. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go.
0: Here's your chance to check out all of that and more or on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live!
2: This is Charlotte Chung. And Fred Tattashore. And you're listening to... ACMG presents... Talk, Talk Time, Time live.
1: live! Do it. And now it's time for our talk topic of the week.
2: Ready?
0: Fight! Folks, we are back with our talk topic of the week, and it is my review of Day Shift, Netflix's latest action-packed summer blockbuster vampire film starring Jamie Foxx, Snoop Dogg, Megan Good, Dave Franco, and my good friend Daniel Kennedy, and a host of others that i just realized it was in here upon looking at the IMDB listings. And I will tell you, I was just mostly looking forward to seeing what Danielle was going to be doing in here. Cause she's done a ton of different horror films. And when I seen the trailer now, for those who don't remember or haven't heard the last interview I had with Danielle, she spoke of a major major project that she was involved of that she couldn't talk about during this time and she would come back to be on this show to talk about it and that is in fact what is happening because lo and behold it was her involvement in this film with Jamie Foxx but we unbeknownst to anybody that she was going to be going toe to toe with Jamie Foxx in this film in the craziest coolest way and this had to be one of her most awesome moments I can't wait to talk to her about that but I was mostly looking forward to just seeing that. And then we'll see what the rest of the film was going to be. But as we gradually go deeper into the movie, it became very entertaining. This is everything you want in a summer blockbuster film. You got comedy, you got actions, really awesome action scenes. Um, You got, you know, great characters, memorable characters at that, and just awesome, really cool moments. And for those who, you know, may not you may be afraid to watch vampire movies or whatever like that my wife um i would say it's safe to say that this is really more of an action movie than it is a vampire movie there's no real i mean only go- the, the real gory parts that happen are the parts where the vampire hunters take out the vampires you know it's not really gritty, gritty dark and grimy like that it's really more entertaining factor um if anybody has watched blade any of the blade movies you get that type of vibe off of this movie and they did a great job in terms of just action CGI uh you know fight choreography and fight movies and and I'll talk about the fight choreography too because it involves one of my favorite action um film actors that I don't think gets enough praise and credit for because I've seen this dude in so many other awesome films and nobody has fight scenes like him and I should have detected this type of fight style and fight scene in this movie. But when I found out, looked at the IMDb, I'm like, holy crap. I did not realize that Scott Atkins was in this movie who plays Boyka in the undisputed films. And if you have not watched those films, do yourself a favor. If you like Street Fighter like movies and if it awesome uh martial arts fight scenes, nobody does it like this guy. He makes you feel like you're actually in a martial arts film. I mean, a a street fighter film. Like if they ever do redo a live action street fighter film, they need to hire him before this dude gets old and won't be able to do the things that he does in these films. anymore. (laughs) He's awesome. But the story of this, which plays into the role of that Danielle plays is that Jamie Foxx plays a character named Bud. He's kind of a hardworking blue collar dad that is trying to maintain his life status in his you know eight-year-old daughter and, and his ex-wife played by megan good and he does this by playing or posing as a pool cleaner but is in fact a vampire hunter he, a secret that he had to keep from his family for so long and because of his antics and his behavior and his unethical behavior he was kicked out of the union where the vampires, is at well, the vampire hunters usually roam which means if he's not in the union getting money for the vampire kills that he gets doesn't give him as much money as he can and he needs the money now more than ever to help megan uh megan good's character jocelyn and his daughter you know a page maintain uh some form of you know living through you know in their neighborhood and you know her expenses are getting much she needed dental and she needed um tuition uh to stay in school jamie is on a path to trying to get back into the union so he can get the money that he needs you know kill as many vampires as you want and you know get it you know get the uh money that he needs to help his family but by doing so he has to go through a lot because eric land um Lange, who plays ralph Seeger, is the head of this union he remembers everything that Jamie has done in the past and he really doesn't want to give him the chance to do this um so he is being monitored by Dave Frank uh Dave Franco who plays Seth you know it is overseeing everything that Jamie does now I failed to mention this at the beginning of the uh episode uh this uh, movie because it plays it's too big as to what's going to happen but before he tries to join the union and before he finds out that uh Jocelyn and Paige needs money to help, you know, their situation, he gets he goes into a kill and he portrays a pool cleaner at this at this place where this old lady lives at the old lady played by Danielle Kennedy, and comes to find out that this old lady, I won't spoil this, is associated with a really powerful vampire named audrey san fernando played by carla uh souza or Souza, i should say this leads into a major hunt for bud uh to get revenge for the old uh lady and who is again associated with audrey how she's associated that plays big into this movie so i will not reveal that if you haven't seen the movie go out of your way to watch the movie and find out for yourself but danielle kennedy's character is very pivotal to everything that happens in this entire movie in here and that's what even makes it even more awesome um you know and then also with how he gets back into the union is by the help of big john elliott played by the legendary snoop dogg and he tries to get him in you know he you know, he gets him in. he, you know, but we don't see Snoop until like later on in the movie and he plays into a big, you know what I'm saying? He makes the big appearances and everything. Uh, I mentioned that, you know, in between, we also see characters like, uh, we see actors like Steve Howie, who plays Mike Nazarian, who plays brother to Scott Atkins, who plays Darian Nazarian, and one of the most awesome action-packed moments of the entire film. I mean, it's there are two major awesome parts here and it's the beginning with danielle and jamie fighting and then there's the massive massive horde of vampires trying to get at jamie and uh jamie and dave and um you know darian and mike and just and it's all out all out battle here and here as well dave franco is the of course comedy relief if you've seen him on you know shows like scrubs and all those other places you know the dude can really do comedy really well and i thought he was tremendously funny here um playing the comic relief at least until the end and things change up during the time uh so the story the character development i think played really well to a lot of these guys in here um it just made for a really fun balanced series and gave everybody their time, gave everybody, um, time to shine and everything. Like even Megan good who played Jocelyn, who wasn't on air for too much, but let me try you, let me tell you this. When she makes an appearance, she makes an appearance. Megan good is Ridiculously gorgeous. I mean, I mean, ridiculously gorgeous. She, I, I, I've always been a fan of her dating back to like, uh, roll bounce and all that stuff and all those, you know, coming of age films and everything, man, she is, you know, she is literally like the black community's version of Megan Fox. <laughs> like, and if I had to choose between Megan Fox and Megan Good, I'd probably go to Megan Good because Megan Good, she got her head on right <laughs> along with the idea. She's pretty dope in more ways than just one. Uh, we also had Natasha Lou Bordizzo, uh playing Heather in there and you know she plays into a role that I won't spoil it as well because she plays into this factor too but she becomes a uh really interesting character to bud during this whole entire thing um Z- Zion Bronex, uh, Br- Brontx I should I believe I'm saying this Paige who plays Bud's daughter she was pretty cute she was pretty cute but there's some really funny moments of her and funny lines that she does in here too that it just makes you really adore her even more in this movie but there's so many great moments here but i love the fact that you know it wasn't just you know i i came in just looking to see how big of a deal danielle's role in this would be and i got what my money's worth for that but then i even got my money's worth more just enjoying the entire film from start to finish uh, a lot of great feedback from people on my page and the acmg page as well people really enjoyed it i left this movie wanting to see a sequel uh unfortunately uh, well i guess you would know from the trailer danielle character won't last in this movie but boy does she does she put on a show she she makes she gives butter run for her money in this deal but um i love this from start to finish it looks like they could absolutely go into a sequel with this uh movie if they wanted to um it was just awesome it was just absolutely awesome i really enjoyed every bit of this and um yeah let this be a start to something awesome now it should be known the budget for this film i believe was at a hundred million when i researched this it was money well spent the production value was great the filmography was great the action scenes were dope they got a a lot of contortionist in here to play you know to, to really stretch out these uh vampires to make them a little bit different from other vampires that you've seen in other movies before too so it's a really smart deal to do uh that indeed jj perry was the director of this the uh tyler tice was the writer for screenplay and um and shay Haddon also a writer in this this was so fun and i missed it i, I really i would have loved to have seen this in theaters Um, I enjoyed it at home, but you know, this is one of those movies that you want to get the crowd reaction for. And it was just, it's just a lot of fun. Just so much fun. Um, and I, I, you know, I watched this without my wife, but I think I will convince her to watch this because this is just not. It doesn't really focus on the vampires as much. It really focuses on the character development of these guys. And then the action, the action of these things are just good. And I think Dave Franco breaks the ice for anybody who's afraid that this is going to be a gory horror film. This is far from it. This is just action packed fun. So if I'm going to give this a grade, I think the thing is, too, uh, the thing is, too, it's like they didn't reinvent the wheel, but they really did a great job. You know polishing this up so this is this this movie doesn't provide really nuance but it really solidifies the genre and makes it a, a really fun thing and a, and a very welcoming thing to do so uh i think if and then you know also the plot you thought the plot was gonna go cliche but you didn't know the significance of danielle's character until the end and when you find out it's like whoa <laughs> it's like okay now this all makes sense i get it this is i didn't see this coming this is dope so if i'm gonna give this a great i'd say i give it a b plus solid like um I like i said because it was it wasn't really nuanced but they really made a strong solid film here so b plus i think is more than fair and it's it's a movie i would like to see again Adding Scott Atkins and his martial arts style to this made it really impactful, really action-packed, really dope. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he was the choreographer for this either because when Scott Atkins is doing a fight scene, if you watched him in this, you could watch him on Undisputed. You could watch him on other movies that he's been a part of. It's the same fast-paced, super-speed art uh, fighting style. He was in uh, Expendables 2 as well. You'll see that, that same type of fighting style. Uh, he's just awesome. He's going to be, in, you know, he's going to be in more films. He's going to be in John Wick 4. So please do expect some awesome fighting in John Wick. If they hired her for John Wick, you got to know understand how dope this dude is. OK, he he's as dope to these martial arts as Danielle is the horror and thriller and drama. They're just like the go to people to make this right and this was a great combination a great recipe for a great action film uh great you know vampire action film indeed so if you haven't watched it go out of your way this is a reason why you should keep netflix (laughs) right now this and the sandman among other things that that is coming out on this uh this platform you know netflix is keeping strong and this i think is really going to help them i think it'll do them some good services to come out with a part two because they left us a little bit wanting more, especially when it pertains to certain characters in the movie, to which I will not spoil for you, okay? I do appreciate the fact that they sold this movie with Danielle Kennedy scene. <laughs> okay? Then this was dope. I Again, I cannot wait to talk to her again. I've, I've been talking to her nonstop, you know, on um on you know, DMing her, and we've been going back and forth nonstop about this film and everything. She actually... I actually posted, um, something on her Facebook pa- on my Facebook page and tagged her on it, you know, saying like, you know, thou shall not blank with, you know, Danielle Kennedy. She shared it with her, uh, her good friends and colleagues and family or whatever like that and it's it's gotten over huge with them but it's true nobody should mess with danielle <laughs> especially after this she's done some really awesome horror movies but this is like a celebration of everything that she's done from this point so day shift is available now on netflix go out of your way check it out guaranteed you will enjoy this film so folks that will be do it for this edition of talk time live i'm so happy to be back again thank you all for uh you know all of our new listeners too especially for those who um are listening from the from uh, sunday night's main event thank you so much i'm glad you're enjoying it. i'm glad you enjoyed my segment and there was thank you again mike mcguire and just the entire cast from that and crew from that those guys really do a great job talking about wrestling every week um thank you to everybody who's been listening to this show and every show coming up as i told you before this week i will be talking to the badass badass horror extraordinary uh danielle kennedy we'll be talking about her time on the set we'll be talking about her fight with jamie fox we'll talk about all that this week on Talk Time live exclusive and then next week as we're counting down the days to Dragon Ball Super Superhero, uh, which will be available in all theaters, I'll be talking to my good man once again, Kyle Abair, to talk about his role as Gohan in this new movie and him finally getting the accolades that he deserves. We're gonna see him get a new um, a new damn form. I'm looking forward to this movie and much more. So stay tuned for that because I'll be reviewing that movie, but I'll also um I may review that no I yeah I may have to review that earlier and do a show early for that but stay tuned I will be doing a review of Dragon Ball Super Superhero followed by my review uh I mean my interview with Kyle Heber the star of this movie as well so stay tuned for that If you are enjoying this movie <laughs> my god let me re- let me just do that again see human error people it happens <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode and every episode, you could go to talktomlive.com check out all of our audio episodes and our exclusive interviews with many people like Danielle, like, uh, like Kyle, like uh, Brian O'Halloran. Clerks 3 is coming soon. Check that interview out that I had with him earlier this year, because uh, that's constantly getting viewed every day. Uh, check out a whole bunch of different people on our exclusive videos Episodes. You can see video exclusives on that page. You can see blog content with reviews of different you know, figures, items, games, stuff like that, all on there. TalktimeLive.com is your go-to place for all things talk Time live and ACMG. And if you want to subscribe and download and never miss a beat, you could do so wherever podcasts are played, such as Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, Inst- I was about to say Instagram. <laughs> Tune in, uh, Audible, Amazon, uh, Amazon uh, Echo, everywhere you can find us. Wherever you can, uh, and enjoy it. Just enjoy it there. Also, if you go to Tumblr and type in Talk Time Live, you can listen to it on that platform as well. So Pocket Cast, it's just whatever Pandora or whatever you can just do it and just enjoy it all there every week on this platform. So, folks, that'll do it for me. On behalf of myself, this is Dax Xavier Josiah saying learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out there. Stay here and get ready. Stay tuned. Have a great day and get ready for an impactful two weeks of your favorite fandoms.